Electric Wuvuzela. Hello and welcome. This is Electric Wuvuzela, one of your less uh, consistent football podcasts. Uh, we have not been recording very much recently, but uh, there's no apologies for that. Uh, life moves on and, and we are here now. It is uh, 1st of January 2019 as we are recording this and uh, we are our aim is to, to wrap up a little bit uh, the football year 2018. My name is Mikko and I'm here with my son Luanle. How are you doing today? Very good. That's 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 very good. 2018 was a was a good uh, good year for football. Uh, one reason for that is that it was a, f- a football World Cup uh, year, and we might talk about that in uh, in in a moment. But anything else that uh, st- stood out for you for about this uh, 2018? Um, Ronaldo's move to Juventus, and um, there was a lot of other big things happening, and. Um, Like, it's been a hectic year. Like, it has there's been, been a mm. lot of disagreements about uh, Modric winning the Ballon d'Or, mm. Mohamed Salah getting the Puskas Award, yeah. and all yeah. of that. I so. don't have. I <clears throat> let me start off by saying Mohamed Salah has been one of the mo- most talked about football players of 2018, and of course, he's a great, great football player. And in England, he was playing really very, very well. Uh, then he had uh, the injuries and things, so that the World Cup didn't go really as well as planned. But uh, I, I, I feel like also the English uh, football press is trying to sort of like make him a little bit into a kind of, kind of a saint, um, which is a kind of weird thing in that sense that he's like diving and he does all these different things also. But they talk about talking about him as as he's not. As if, as if he wasn't doing those things. Uh, um, so I think that it it would be it's it's uh, there's nothing the matter with with the play with himself. He's a, a fantastic football player. But I was like feel a bit we- weird about how people talk about him. The discussion about him and around him seems to be very somehow unusual. Well, me myself, I have all the respect to Mohamed Salah. His well, like. Africa's history is maybe best player ever, but he's also been well, called. Well, steady on, steady on. There are a lot of uh, great African football players, George Weah. Uh, yeah, but at the moment. At well, the at moment, the moment, yeah. yeah. At the moment. And then also, he is a very good football player. And, um, well, he is being called a one-season wonder, but... Um, mm. If you could choose... This is a question, sorry, I cut you off there, but if you could choose... Mohamed Salah, or uh, you could only have one. Mohamed Salah or Sadio Mane. Which one would you take? I would. This take, is a very hard question. Yeah. I know. I but know. But I would say. Actually, I'm not even sure. I'm not sure about Sadio Mane, but I'm, I would say Salah because of his left foot. Left. Okay. Foot. If he would be. Uh, right foot, I would take mm. money. Okay, I, 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 am not a, I, I'm not a. This is not my expertise, but I, I, I do. I would take uh, Sadio Mane. Maybe people would disagree, and that's fine because uh, there are different things that people appreciate and respect. But I think Sadio Mane, to, from from the very little that I've seen, and I don't really follow uh, Premier League like that. So um, the, from the very little that I've seen, uh, uh, not li- little and little, but, the, but what I've seen them playing, then. Um, 
And then I, I, I do prefer Mane from those matches that I have seen. Uh, Mohamed Salah has been very um, more invisible. Um, okay, uh, Real Madrid, their dynasty uh, started to fall. The, wa- the, <laughs> the the wheels fell off the wagon. Uh, they were they were they were like the perfect team for good few seasons, and then Zidane left. You already mentioned Ronaldo left, and now it seems like they're trying to, to kind of like, get they back. They have been like they are targeting many like, like. They bought Mariano to mm. replace Ronaldo, but he hasn't been on the pitch. At I all. which is which is one of those which is one of those like weird kind of thing. I remember when Zlatan Ibrahimovic left PSG and they got Hesse from uh, and uh, well they also got Hadamard. That was an atrocious transfer season for PSG. But Mariano was on loan in Lyon. I think I think it was a loan so they were basically just calling him back from the loan. But these players with all due respect they are on such a different planet like they are like they're not like they're not same species. Um, Ronaldo is, is such a like I was just seeing now somewhere that I think Ronaldo was Real Madrid's best goal scorer of 2018 and he left halfway yeah. <laughs> like that is pretty that is pretty cream for the rest of them in a, in a way like it's, it's or or maybe it's not maybe it's not even about those other people but maybe it just says that okay well he is one of those very special players and there aren't many of them so no, that, that. Um, yeah yeah, but like during the 2018 year, mm-hmm. like the whole year, like it's still been a like for many years it's been a comparison of Messi or Ronaldo, mm-hmm. which one's better. Mm. But I would say that Ronaldo, mm. he's made it to the top due to very hard work. Yeah. Messi due to talent. Mm. Like people say that Ronaldo's body is fake, like mm. it's too artificial, but like. He's done a lot of work at the gym yeah. to actually get that body, and mm. he like like his body fat percent is so low, and like his body is like a twenty-two year old's body, and he's what uh, thirty-two. The, 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 these are the things that they say, and it's very true. I think that, of course, uh, Ronaldo has had a back of talent. And then he has worked super hard, and 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 Messi has got like seemingly endless amount of talent, and he has also worked, you know, hard. But uh, but it's like I, I agree, I agree with the point that you are saying that this is probably the way that it is. That it's not that Ronaldo had no talent, only hard work. He had yeah. some talent, like a lot of talent, and then he's worked super hard. Messi had probably much more talent, and but and he hasn't. I don't know if he has worked as hard, but he has also worked hard because, of course, everybody has to work hard to get to that level. But is this year, 2018, is this the year when finally uh, we start to see that the kind of duality of, of Messi-Ronaldo? Now, Modric, you mentioned, won the uh, Ballon d'Or. Um, <clears throat> are we starting to see... Uh, Messi wasn't even in top three uh, this year. Yeah. Um I wonder if this starts to be the year when uh, we start to see um, that this basically like the two of them that they don't they don't they are not no longer so much like uh, part of the part of, they they're not necessarily it's not between the two of them. Well, me myself, I was very surprised because well, 
I I don't know what to say, but I'm kind of like a Messi fan. But some also, I was very surprised that he was like fifth. Mm. To be honest, like, but like I guess Ronaldo, he is more of like first in the La Liga. Um, mm. Messi and Suarez are mm. both were both. The top scorers mm. and both were top assistants. Mm. Like Messi had, like what, sixteen, seventeen mm. assists or something mm. like that. Suarez had like fourteen, mm. fifteen, and the goals were also quite close to that amount. And they were both like at the top of La Liga, but like and Ronaldo, he is like when we speak of Ronaldo. It's he's kind of like always been the icon of the club that he's mm. been at. Yeah. But Messi, when you talk about Messi, like when you talk about Messi, you're basically talking about a style of play. Mm. Like okay. To me, at least, like Ronaldo, like Real Madrid. I don't know why. Like even like I, Ronaldo was a big part of the team, but to me, it's just kind of like surprising that how much it like changes just mm. because like Ronaldo was always mm. the icon okay Real Madrid everyone thought Ronaldo mm. and to be honest I think everyone knew that Ronaldo was always going to be the most likely to leave the club mm. like Ronaldo mm. like I was sure that he was going to move but and in the challenge that um, Ronaldo like Ronaldo said to Messi that he would come to Syria mm. because he wanted to keep up the rivalry and everything. But like I think Messi quoted that he doesn't need he doesn't need to change club or leagues to maintain the rivalry, mm. and that he like wants to still have make history in Barcelona and I think he's gonna stay in Barcelona after he retires to be a coach or something mm. for a long time well he's certainly been there for a long time and <clears throat> I guess perhaps if I'm if I'm reading you right like if what you're saying is basically also is that it's easier for Ronaldo maybe to change team um, uh, than, than Messi Messi is part of the team Messi is like more you know a team player so the whole system is there to support yeah. to support him and that it might be true I wonder also if, if you think about it it's like Juventus seems to be such a Uh, dominant team uh, and has been kind of like the biggest team in in Syria in Italy for so long time that should Messi go to <laughs> Italy which team should he go to like who, and first of all like who who can afford him uh, I don't know if they, I don't People think are, uh, like everywhere it's been said that he was go to AC Milan mm. <clears throat> I think Inter at the moment you know AC. But I, yeah I think I think those teams are still like they are a bit you know off their peak They are, they are far from kind of competing on that level. I would, I think it would be very unusual um, for that to happen. But who knows? I mean, we can't ever say that these things won't happen. So, so we don't know. But it has been interesting, and I do have to say that uh, for Ronaldo, of course, he he was he he was in a team that won the the Champions League. 
so he still has that. Uh, Messi's maybe problem perhaps was that um, if you don't take the domestic uh, you know, success in Spain, then he didn't really have a lot to show for it because Barcelona didn't do that well in the Champions League and uh, Argentina didn't do that well. Actually, they actually Argentina did even much more poorly, I think, in World Cup, which we can talk about just now, um, than what Uh, what, what it suggests how far they got like they really were not playing very well they still got into the knockout stages but uh, but but only just and they also barely got to the world the, cup yeah yes exactly exactly so and, and i suppose they got there more or less thanks to messi but i think the argentinian national team has been a bit of a mess and i think that perhaps a lot of people have been saying that um or I've, i've heard i've read about it that that it's been the Messi's dominance there uh, that has been that has been a bit difficult like and if you think about there are like a lot of great players that uh, that don't don't get to play uh dibala is a good example uh, perhaps he's sort of like too much in the same same area uh, same area but uh, but if you think about it there are a lot of lot of great young Argentinian players um, but this team was quite old I mean they were still like Mascherano and like you know that it makes no sense like well I guess it does but I mean he play, he's he's quite old and he plays in China if I'm not wrong not saying that he has never been a good player mm-hmm. but I'm just saying is that if you put him there trying to defend Mbappé who is like <laughs> running like in the speed of light you, you know but Peter as it may let's move on The, the main event, the main event of 2018 football that must have been the World Cup that was held in Russia. Any good fond memories from last summer? Yeah, um, I was actually very happy because I had been actually on on I had I had been actually rooting for France for the whole World Cup, and um, I was actually. Very happy that this was the first time when actually a team that I had supported for the whole World Cup won the tournament. And um, I think it was a very nice, like, tournament because it was, it, like, immediately when it was found out that it would be in Russia, it was kind of, kind of a, like... There were, there were, there was a very, 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 very awkward situation. People were kind of doubting what kind of World Cup it could be, but it ended up being very nice. And mm. um, yeah, I think everything. I think it was. Mm. I think it was a very good World Cup. And um, it was a fun World Cup. It was a good mm. World Cup. Uh, there were a lot of very tight matches. Some surprises. Some teams uh, did much better than what was expected, and some th- teams did a lot worse. Uh, I, I would say that perhaps the the biggest uh, surprise and and who didn't do very well was perhaps Germany, the defending world champions. Although this seems to be like a thing that where that the defending world champions don't do so well, uh, they didn't get out of the group. And um, and then I would say Spain didn't do as well as maybe it was uh, yeah, was um, um, Russia the <coughs> actual host <coughs> country. Their team did very well. They think they won. They had very many. The goal difference was very big. Yeah, they had scored. They, they scored had a won lot of like goals. Yeah, five zero for mm. first match. Yeah, which was Saudi Arabia, but nevertheless, you know, it's yeah. it's uh, it was. Then they won Spain on 
and then what that was is pe- that was on penalties, was yeah, it? Or was, was it penalties? In, yeah. And then I think they also they lost to Croatia on penalties. Yeah, yeah, and they almost like that was crazy. That was the crazy thing. That was one of the craziest things about um, <coughs> about the World Cup, Croatia, because it's it's not that they don't have a good team. They have a very good team. <laughs> Both on paper and and in actual, you know, like if you look at the players they have, but also the way that they play, it's a very good team. Mm. No, no, but no one can argue against that. I mean, they have Rakitic, Modric, uh, Kovacic, Mandzukic. Like you know, there are like a lot of people, mm. a lot of people there, and 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 so it's not, it's not a, it's not like they were complete outsiders to the World Cup. But uh, but what was surprising, I think, to me at least, is, is that they really they really worked hard to get to the final. They played extra times. They won penalty shootouts. They were like, I think every single one of the knockout matches went to extra time. So they had basically played when they got to the final. They had played. What had they played? Like how many? How many? Like they had played so many extra times that they had basically played like some like over yeah. one extra match <laughs> like they had played like like the time the time time was so much more that that they had actually played like as if they had played more matches yeah. um so that was something and france from the other side uh, uh got to the final uh getting through argentina uh uruguay uh and belgium and that then then they got uh, Be- the Belgians still seems to be a bit sore losers. Um, there was a lot of criticism of the way that France plays football. They said that it's not be- pretty. Uh, I don't know always when they say that these football players have been saying this or that. I don't really know what. Usually when media says that oh football player says this, that is usually an answer to some question that has been asked them, some semi-controversial whatever question they are answering to that and then it's taken out of context and so on and so forth. So I don't really know uh, what they were saying. In <clears throat> I wasn't there uh, to hear them, uh, hear their tone of voice and all that, but it seemed like they were <laughs> very unhappy. <laughs> the Belgian, the Belgians, Hazard, uh, Couture, uh, Lukaku, they've all been kind of quoted, you know, saying something like they were the better team or some such than than uh, than France um you know and 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 who knows but the, certainly they didn't they didn't win uh they got a bronze medal good for them as a good team it could have it could have won they uh, kicked Brazil out so you know uh that England did reasonably well. I mean, I mean, it, they did very well. They they were the fourth. That that is a very good. I mean, they were much higher than many many more countries. Yeah. Uh, it's a bit exhausting their hype uh, that they always kind of like put. I used to live in England for four years, and 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 I and, and it is a little bit of like uh, exhausting <laughs> to be around them during these football things. Um, uh, so so that was that. But uh, but a fantastic fantastic. Uh, World Cup. I was very happy with the final. Pogba scored. Um, Mbappe scored. Mbappe scored. Yeah. And uh, no, he, he didn't. In that match, he scored one. He's Argentina. He scored. Yeah, two. but he he also scored. Like Mbappe scored two. 
Yes, got two, yes. <laughs> yeah, not 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 two as in one, two, but two as in also. Yes, I get you. Okay, well well that was that. That was the that was it. And then we already discussed a little bit about the Ballon Ballon d'Or situation. Modric won that. Well Varan, Rafael Varan was the only player who won both the World Cup and the Champions League. Mm-hmm. Uh, that didn't land him very high up. The it's very rarely a defender's game, this Ballon d'Or and To be honest with you, I'm not even sure if this Ballon d'Or is it. Does it even make that much sense? Maybe it does, but I mean, it seems to me a little bit. It's more like a, it's a team sport, nevertheless. Yeah, but <coughs> there's actually been during this week, uh, during the past week, there's been actually a lot of drama, um, like um, Raheem Sterling and mm. um, Kalidou Koulibaly have mm. been racially abused or something. Yeah. It was uh, the the in the Napoli was playing against Inter. yeah and and they they were they had been like a monkey noises. This is yeah. what they do. This is a crazy thing, uh, but it is certainly something that you'd be a fool or a liar uh, or very ignorant to to how things are if you if you would be like massively. Surprised. I mean, this is something that has been happening for years. There's been like bananas thrown on the pitch. Um, there's a lot of racism in football, mm. and, uh, and 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 it's a crazy situation. Also, I think from what I have seen, I think Kulibali is like like. Well, here's another question. Actually, I'm already already kind of like hinting <laughs> what I might answer myself. But if if you would have to pick one between one dyke and uh, Kulibali, which one would you take? To be honest, I would still say Kulibali. I me too, because from from what I have seen, again, I don't watch Premier League like that. I don't watch Liverpool like that. But I do watch a team that was in the that particular group of death in the in the uh, in the. <clears throat> In the Champions League, uh, as a as a PSG supporter, um, it is uh, Koulibaly was so much like uh, to me from the matches that I saw. He was he was <laughs> I think he was just much better than Van Dijk was in those matches that I saw. So I think that I think he is really like one of the top top defenders, uh, central defenders. Uh, Thiago Silva, of course, he kind of like has done a, something of a comeback in 2018. So well done to him. Um, but nevertheless, yeah, that's that's a crazy thing. It's not a crazy thing. It's to be expected, unfortunately. To say it's it's a very it's 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 disgusting and and, and you know. But uh, you and, and and Raheem Sterling has had a difficulty because British press is is very racist, like the, the, the newspapers and so on. They're very racist. Uh, And they always kind of like publish these stories about him, like he has been hated by the British press for for years. But now there was also, I think, the Chelsea supporters, and Chelsea supporters are also known for their racism. I'm not saying that there are some teams are more racist than others. Maybe maybe they are, but I'm not saying that. You know, I'm sure that there are these problems um, uh, in many many different places, and I don't yeah, think. But- Yeah, yeah, but it's not—it's not even close to the first time when uh, there has been some racism in the Serie A. Like no, no, like, no! Oh my goodness! It's like um, uh, Kevin Prince Boateng yeah. was abused by Balotelli, and then what was that? There were two AC Milan players. 
also. Yeah, no, I'm, it's and, and La Liga, there was a time, there was even a time when they threw that banana at uh, Daniel Alves. And, 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 and in, 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 in Britain, like in the English Premier League, there's been uh, also, also in France, the difference in France is a little bit that it's France, it, it like it's Ligue 1 is such an African league. Oh yeah. There's like it's like it's 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 funny to me. I always think that it's so silly how a lot of people who don't like French football or don't who don't respect Ligue 1 at all. Whereas I myself I'm I'm watching that's that's the one that I watch the mo- mo- most closely. It's funny to me when they're saying like oh it's a farmers league. Oh it's a farmers league and I'm thinking to myself that is intellectually so lazy because because the truth of the matter is that um every year there are new superstars that come from there. Every year there's some player that tens of millions, maybe even hundred, is being played. They are coming there like every year. Even now this year, Ndombele from Lyon is price tag is like nope nobody knew. Maybe a year ago, not many people unless you were following the, the Lyon and, 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 and the Ligue 1. You didn't know now Ndombele's price tag is like eighty five million or whatever. I mean nobody has paid that yet, but that's what uh Jean-Michel Olas, the, the president of Lyon, that's what he's asking for him. So so every year there's a new new stars that are coming from there uh, and, and with, with a lot of frequency. Like there's a lot of like Hazard has come from there, Pogba, of course, you know, like uh, like Mbappé. Like there's a lot, like like loads and loads and loads. James Rodriguez, Krishman actually never really, Krishman is one of the exceptions because he never really like, he never really made his name in France. He actually yeah. went as a very young age to Spain and then he made it there. But I mean, uh, you know, there are a lot of a lot of players who have been Giroud, there. Giroud, Dembele, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. Yeah, yeah, these all, all these players, uh, James Rodriguez was in Monaco. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of players that we don't necessarily mm. even think that have been have been playing there in France at one one time or another. So, <clears throat> so that's something else. But uh, but uh, now we were talking about racism, and I, and I think that that um, that uh, much much like the French national team, the league on is also incredibly uh, diverse uh, and 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 really the, the, that that I think there's a lot of white privilege. Like if you talk about Adrian Rabiot, who is at the moment like these things, Adrian Rabiot is refusing to uh, extend his contract with the PSG, which is his uh, like a team where he comes from the academy. Um, he's uh, Le Parisien Titi. He's like one of their own juniors and uh, he refuses his uh, contract runs out in next summer and he's uh, refusing to continue it and he wants to go to wherever Barcelona. His own mother is manager. There's a lot of talk about that. It's a terrible idea. Adrian Rabiot has a terrible attitude problem. No, nobody's really kind of questioning his talent, but does he have that much talent? I don't know. People are talking about him like, oh, you know, like, uh, you know, like the, even the president, Nasser Al-Khlaifi, was saying that he, sh- he would become, like he would see that Rabiot would be the future captain of PSG. And I'm kind of thinking that like with his attitude, it's so crazy because they are like other own juniors like Presnel Kimbembe, who is a world champion, who is a, a starter, who is a, a great central defender. There's Alphonse Ariola, uh, again, own junior from the academy, uh, it, also world champion. Um, you know, so it's like, it's a tricky thing. Uh, 
and yet Rabiot was seen like, oh, he's so special. I don't really think that he's that special. And I think he must go wherever he's going to go. Uh, and hopefully he can get sort of his head together because the truth is that he could be a world champion, but he isn't because of his bad attitude, his drop of form. He just stopped playing at some point and these things happened. But but um, <clears throat> but now he's in this situation and, and he must just go somewhere. But because he's wine, he's like seen like, like he's, he gets this privilege like he gets he's treated in a different way um even so much so that <clears throat> that he could he like he was offered like not offered like to be the captain although he has been captain because he's one of the assistant captains so if you know certain amount of players are away then they then they might be might be um he might be captaining the team for some matches but anyway uh that's that. That is that is a crazy thing. The racism continues to be an issue. 2018, surprisingly, not surprisingly, but against the, what people were talking about, it wasn't a huge problem in Russia in the World Cup, and that's what people were saying that it's going to be a big thing in Russia. But Mesut Özil, when they came home, we're talking about this in an earlier podcast also. Mesut Özil had a problem when he yeah. when he came home. He was he being said clear. that like when they win, he's a German. When they lose, he's just a, like a refugee. Or oh, something. immigrant. Yeah, yes, immigrant. and and the same thing with uh, Jimmy Dumas in in Sweden because he's the one who basically made the mistake that where Germany got that free kick that Tony Cross scored that wonderful goal in the group stages. Yeah, although Sweden went through and went quite far. Uh, eventually they were kicked out by England later on in the knockout stages but nevertheless um, you know and Germany didn't but but there were a lot of Sv- Swedish people who were who were attacking Dumas Rahim Sterling is, who is one of the people where this conversation started from he has been attacked by the British media ongoing for years and <clears throat> again now it was it was a question uh, where um where where that was just a, it was just one of those things that the all these players were not actually abused in Russia but in their home countries by the people of their supposed home countries mm-hmm. and that's quite that that is, that is also quite telling because when it comes to racism we always like to point other people like oh you to blame you to blame you to blame or like other countries like oh this is a racist country but we are we are very bad at looking at the mirror and saying that you know what this is this is all, all of our problems so we need to we need to work on that but um uh, but but uh, but that that has been one of the things by the way last thing i say about rahim sterling i don't know if you saw that in the social media he had like this video where his one year old son was kicking the ball like that <laughs> one like one year old baby basically is like if the way he's kicking the ball man oh man that's <laughs> that guy like he was just so he was just so good like he was so talented if you think about the one year old they can, like how much they can do with the ball not a lot but that was just a crazy video i will show it to you uh okay i don't know if we have wrapped up the 2018 uh, sufficiently uh the champions league we didn't the group stages we didn't talk so much um but uh, i think that there's going to be much more to talk about when the actual knockout stages start um <clears throat> they they aren't if you look at who's gone through and who hasn't there's not like 
there's not like absolute massive surprises. It's you know, it's 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 all all something that can be expected. And in all fairness, at the moment, I don't even I don't even uh, remember exactly exactly uh, how it's gone. But maybe we will record more episodes then when uh, when it's time to play them in February and so on and so forth. But um, it has been a great football year 2018. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, we shall uh, talk more to you uh, the next podcast, whenever it might be. Again, uh, we started off saying that we haven't been very consistent. That is very true. We haven't been very consistent and I, I can't really make any promises. I don't want to make any promises that uh, we can't keep because sometimes um, sometimes life is like that. But I think this is more of a project that we uh, we, we record when, when it feels good. But you can always follow us on Twitter if you want that. We are uh, at eVuvusela. So that's something that uh, that you can do and you can uh, talk to us and, and find us from there. Uh, good luck to the year 2019. Uh, may it be a good one to all of us. Uh, take care and talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Electric Google